The Nation. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 300. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to do some 300 stuff now. Hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back for our 300th episode. I can't believe I just said that. We have some stories to tell, some people to thank, some interesting magic-related topics to address. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. Their source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. And you can you can use CCO Spring promo code to get five percent off your whole dang old order. Anything you're gonna just be buying anyway. Yep. Save some money and let them know that that we're sweet and we sent you. Yes, and, 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 and. There's and, 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 and. Yes, there's six ands, actually, because there's six different CCOkins, CCO tokens, yeah. that is, that you can get in your fusion order now. I know that they're being placed into orders, but I haven't gotten word back from fusion management to tell me exactly how you get them, like if there's a spending limit or if you got to use the promo code. But... What I'm saying is, is you can get the CC Okens, and you should use the promo code on the stuff that you're gonna buy anyways. And you're already buying it, and you can get something really cool, like a like there's a little goblin me riding a roller coaster. Yep. Or there's a little zombie Ryan going through the turnstile. Yep. There's all kinds of neat stuff that you can get, and our boy uh, Garcia, Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia did a great job making us look cool on cards, and we're on cards now. It's Andre Garcia, but we we shortened like a two syllable name yeah. to another two syllable name and just call him Andy. <laughs> yes, Andy Gark, Andy Gark. Oh, I like that. And Gark. Oh, I like that. That sounds like an actual Magic the Gathering character. Gark. What? Okay, Gark would be one hundred percent green red. What would Andy Gark? It would be Gark Clark's be? brother. Gark. What would he... Gark <laughs> He's the, got no fingers. Yeah, Gark just, the fingerless. Thumbs. He, he's all thumbs. Hey, he, Gark, how's, how was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> you would see that joke if you're watching on YouTube. Which you should be, because they work really hard to make us look cool. Oh, man. And there's all sorts of things that you will see on the YouTube channel if you're watching us there, which you should be, including 300 stuff we're finally going to show our abs. All seven of them. All seven of them will be on display at some point during this show, but you got to be watching on YouTube to see it because if you're just listening in your car or wherever while we still appreciate you, you will not get the full glorious experience of seeing abdominal muscles that are totally for real, for real, real. Rippling underneath our shirts. They're, yep. they're quivering for you to see them. Yeah, they glow like kryptonite because they're yes. so awesome. And if you're listening in your car, you know what, you can, you know what actually exists? is you can get a laptop holder to go onto your steering wheel. That can't be real. It's it's real, man. That can, the, the Amazon reviews for that piece of equipment are off the charts. Are the, the off the charts as in people love it or off the charts in the same way that those like sugar-free gummy bears that give you diarrhea are off the charts because they're super funny. Ugh. Oh, man. Sugar-free gummy bears with, like, with special stuff in them? Or? No, no, it's just apparently, apparently, I can't speak scientifically about it because I don't know, but there's a brand of sugar-free gummy bear that when you eat them, a vast percentage of people <laughs> get like explosive semi-permanent diarrhea. Semi-permanent? Yeah. Ooh, it sounds serious. 
Yeah, you know what? A lot of sugar substitutes. Here's this uh, science cookout podcast. What's yeah. the C word? Chemi- uh, chemi- chemistry cookout chemi- podcast. There it is. Yeah, chemistry cookout podcast. Uh, let's go organic chemistry cookout podcast. So we're OCCO. OCCO. Like anyway, <laughs> um, organic chemistry cookout podcast. A lot of sugar substitutes are actually synthesized in a lab. Or they come from like, let's just use stevia because everybody knows what stevia is. Yeah. Uh, you know what a carbon looks like? A carbon is like a six or, or fuck a carbon, um, like a glucose. Yeah. Which has got like a, a carbon backbone, let's call it, six mm-hmm. carbon backbone. And what they'll do is like, just, they'll put like fatty chains onto each of the carbons instead of like a, a hydroxy group, which is like a... Something smaller. Man, I hope Joe is putting all the, the these things on the screen. And the kind of bond that exists between the carbon and like a fatty chain, your body can't break down. So when your tongue tastes it, it still binds to taste receptors, but your the amylase that like the enzyme that your mouth releases to break down sugars and then your digestive process doesn't break those down. So they stay big in your intestines and you can't absorb them and then you have to pass them. And they don't solidify because the the fatty chains attached to the carbons are are equivalent of like oil in your in your intestines. I'm simplifying it a lot, and all the all the organic chemists out there are gonna be like, he's fucking totally wrong. But it's it's really your body can't absorb a lot of that stuff, and that's why it gives you anal leakage is the is the is the symptom, I think, that what they call it. They don't call it explosive diarrhea, they call it anal leakage, and they say may cause. Yeah. May cause anal leakage. Yes, which yeah. is a very funny sentence to say about yeah. anything, especially a food item that you're going to eat on purpose because you don't want to have sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you want sugar or diarrhea? Well, sugar is like the new, a lot of people say sugar is like the new cigarettes. Sugar's the enemy, right? All the all the people who are like, sugar is the cause of type 2 diabetes yeah. and uh, obesity and, and our health yeah, endemic. Sugar. And Sugar's the new smoking. Sitting's the new cancer. Yeah. yeah. Although I think the sitting thing, they might have a they well sitting of, in con in in combination with sugar, yeah, not yeah. so good. All the keto people are like, I knew it. Yeah, no, I, I knew get my research on YouTube. <laughs> 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 Instead of researching on YouTube, you should just be watching CCO. Yeah, we got all that shit. We got all the organic chemistry you could possibly want. We got abs. We got magic. Yes, Magic the Gathering podcast. Yeah, we are that sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for 299 episodes, we were that. Well, I don't know. I'm sure there were other ones where we talked about, like, video games or movies or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I sound like a bag of smashed assholes. Sorry, everybody. for uh, I'm still fighting allergies and that, like, that when I get a cold, the last thing to go back to normal for me is, like... Your voice? My voice, which is, like, the only thing I need. The thing you really, use for work, yeah. Joe could just put a picture, like, Gumby or something over top of my <laughs> face on YouTube, and, and nobody would know because you're not fucking watching. You should. You should be, yeah. You should. But we've got some stuff. We've got some podcasting business. and some, some EDH stuff that we got to talk about. Okay. Should we do that kind of stuff? Sure. Let's start with the booster pack game. This is the giveaway part of the show. Everybody likes it. It's bragging rights if you win the booster pack game. Mm-hmm. And you get to open a booster pack, which is fun. I think that I think that people should just like start making championship belts out of booster packs and they can like hold them up on and That'd take pictures cool. of them on Discord. That'd be fun. And they can like 
claim that they're a booster pack champion for a week. It's kind of like the 24-7 championship <laughs> on WWE. Or you could get like a great big chain and like flavor flavor yourself and oh. have like a booster pack hanging on your thing instead of a clock. A that'd spinning be booster too. pack, so it's like a spinner like oh, uh, John, John Cena's Cena. title belt. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down for all those things. All good ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you could just crack them and show us what you got on Twitter or Discord. Yeah, hopefully you, hopefully you get something good. Yeah, so... I opened a set booster on Thursday. It had uh, what's what set? <laughs> for, what Forgotten Realms. Oh, which is it was fine. It was fine, and I got five uncommons in it, which I know was like whatever. But I got five uncommons that I gave to the kids sitting next to me, and a foil rulebook Minsk, Ooh. which I needed for my foil rulebook collection, and that's what will stay forever because Minsk is stupid. <laughs> Sorry to any Minsk fans out there, but oh, he's the hamster guy. Are, are, are you saying he's stupid from a, a magic perspective or a D&D From a D&D perspective. I don't like his, his character. I find very irritating. Oh. So he can take a hike. Man, I dislike irritating things. Right? Yeah. I like unirritating things. Yes, like winning booster packs. Yes, like winning booster packs. Who is our winner from last week, Ryan? Last week for guessing Acroma and Livio. We had some correct guesses, some yeah. wrong guesses. This is totally real name. Simple Sand Castle. That's the YouTube name. Simple Sandcastle? Yes. Is there such a thing as a simple sandcastle? Yeah, you fill you fill a bucket with sand, you tip it upside down, and it's a simple sandcastle. That's a fort. Not if it's a castle-shaped bucket. No, it's still a fort. A castle has to have certain things in order for it to be a castle. Really? Definitely does. I think. This is a castle cookout podcast now. I knew about chemistry. You know about castles? Because if you just flip it upside down, it looks like a rook from chess. That's like a tower at best or a fort or an outpost maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's not a castle. To be a castle, you got to have like a keep and I mean a dungeon you wouldn't be able to see because it would be under the sand. But like maybe a wall and some parapets. You know what I mean? It's got to have a little bit more involved architecture. And in order to do that out of sand... You have to have some kind of skill with sculpting sand. Therefore, I'm not sure it's necessarily simple to build a sand castle. Oh, so this name is like an oxymoron? I think is, so. Is that the right, is that the right, did I use the right word? I think so. Oh. I think so. But that's, I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe everybody out there can build sand castles and it's just me that's the idiot In a I very simple way. Yeah. Like, like g- good design usually is like... The simple solution is like the most elegant one. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, modern architecture. Oh, it's simple. It looks nice. And just stick in a plant pot instead of a plant. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Pinterest for you. Yeah. 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 Wrap some lights around it. That's why I'm not on Pinterest no more. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I use Pinterest for lots of yard ideas, landscaping and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a whole, I got a whole board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What would be on the CCO Pinterest? Beer. F Beer. your fingers. Yeah. Foil cards. That are fo- or, uh, curled and uncurled. At the same time? They or, look like fucking... Yes, they look like S's. <laughs> they look like snakes. Yes. CCA. CCAKES. CCAKES. Is that C... No, no. We'll, we'll figure that out. We're going to ponder that one as the show goes along, and we'll hit you at the end if we remember. Simple Sandcastle. Simple Sandcastle. Get at us. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. Get at us. Honor system, because we actually don't know your real name. And let us know where your address is and if you'd like a booster pack, which most people like. But we also have CCO stickers, new ones and old ones. We'll put a little sticker pack together. And we've got the CCO Kins that we talked about earlier. There's only a couple ways to get those because we haven't like put them on the website to sell them or whatever yet. 
You can get them through the orders with Fusion. You can get them by interacting with the Booster Pack game. You can get them for becoming a patron supporter. Mm -hmm. Over at patreon.com slash Podcast. We did some updates there. We did a couple little tweaks to, to the different levels that you can pledge at. Because we actually introduced on our Discord channel, which is another benefit. Yeah, which is a great place to be, by the by. Oh, it's fantastic. We'll talk about, I guess, the, the nation in a few minutes as part of our episode 300 extravaganza. Yeah. We, I, I added a design channel there because we've worked with Guy Pizza, longtime designer for the show. Good dude. And we work with editor Joe, editor Tyler, good dudes too, that, uh, that, that work really hard to make us look good on YouTube. Yeah. Not but, an easy task. No, mm -hmm. no. We know that there's more artists and more designers, graphic or otherwise, in the nation, and we would love to feature their art or have us help have them help with like little overlays and names and, and animations, pictures, whatever we need for some upcoming content that we that we hinted at and previewed a little bit on Discord. Don't want to preview it here. Gotta 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 make sure the Discord people are are uh kept on their toes and if they want to contribute we want to feature like we want to let you contribute because yeah, we appreciate you're it you're the na the nation and yeah. and that's a good way to, we we appreciate it so we want to have you guys mm -hmm. contribute and be part of making the content for another I don't know, 300 episodes? That'd be cool. That's freaking lots. That's a that's a long time. And if anybody expects us to kick somebody into a hole uh, you're going to have to wait for 3000 subs on YouTube so that mm. will kick something into a hole and then blow it up. Yes. 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 We haven't um, decided how yet we're going to blow yep. it up, but... I think we talked about that on the pre-show, right? We did. You can watch the pre-show on, on on yesterday. I really liked the uh, the one idea we had. I think we could, dig like a, we could dig a hole, which would be great, and then we could just have lots of colorful stuff happen. I suppose. Mm-hmm. That'd well, be cool. Yeah. So you had a big yard. We could dig a hole in it. Yeah, but I'm trying to grow grass really nice and stuff. There's a community fire pit, and it's made out of steel, and I thought we'd just put something in there, maybe some fireworks, gasoline. Yeah, a giant grenade. That would be great. A bunch yeah. of stuff that kids aren't supposed to play with. Yeah, remember when it was really hot here and all those, not kerosene canisters. What do you put the, What do you put on your barbecue to make gas go into it? Propane. Propane tanks. And there was all those propane tanks in that junkyard, and it got so hot that they were exploding. Right? Oh, man. Remember remember over across the river that one time, there was like old paint lacquer and stuff that they were building the house with? <laughs> Caught on fire, it got so hot. Spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Well, it wasn't spontaneous. Spontaneous. It but got heat hot. Yeah, it got <laughs> hot and set a house on fire. But, I mean, there was no sparks involved, which was crazy. Burned yeah. down like three houses. There's chemical reactions happening because you add heat. Man, we could get into that if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got the sinky chair today. It looks like I'm super short. Okay. We talked about patron a little bit. Patron. No better time to pledge than right now. Episode 300, if you only look at the last two digits, it's like we're on episode zero again. Yeah. <laughs> zero, zero. And we've got some new content coming up. So if you want to help bring that content to everybody, it's going to be super fun, super exciting. The couple people that we're doing it with locally are super excited. Yeah. So I'm not even going to spoil that because... It's going to be good. It's going to be fantastic. And I think people are going to like it. And I'm freaking excited. Me too. Now. Now. What other... Uh, oh, the final Kickstarter update. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got their stuff. Or not everybody. It's Everything's been shipped. Yes. Everything has been shipped except for the signed token packs that I'm shipping out today. Cool. Yeah, I just signed my half of them now, so they should be out very, very soon. 
and that's fun. If anything is amiss, just get after us, commandercooker at gmail.com or contact us on Kickstarter. You know how to reach us. Go to the website and find our socials there, commandercooker.com. Dot com. Dot com. And let us know, and we'll fix it. We'll make it better. We'll make it right. We'll do what you need to do because we appreciated all the support with that. Agreed. A couple patron... Uh, Patreon increases. We got to thank. Okay, let's do it. We got an increase from Brady K. This is Mary K's brother, sister. The less, the less glamorous brother of Mary K. Yes, maybe this is Mary, Mary, uh, or or this is Brady K. And Ashley Olson's sister. Oh, I don't know. If, I, I think I made that joke last time too. Maybe, and then I told you that there's only one Olson twin, and they just like use special effects. They move back and forth very, very quickly. Oh yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. Big thanks to Brady K. And thanks for being here and F you also. You very much so. And mm-hmm. oh, McCuster, my Custer. Owen McCusker. <laughs> he's back. He Or he he's, he's back and increased. He's increased. So, big thanks yes. to oh, McCuster, my Custer. We appreciate the uh, the support, my friend. <laughs> very excellent. Okay. Okay. The um, episode 300. Episode 300. How the How did we How did this happen? People have allowed this to happen, and I while know. I appreciate it, I am surprised by it. <sighs> mm-hmm. Like, not only have we gone 300 episodes talking about Magic the Gathering and its many forms and changes as it's gone on over the years, we've also established the best community made up of all the best 7 out of 10 people that we could possibly find on the entire internet. They actually found us. Yeah, and we've they, they've cobbled together this community with us in it and kind of around us, and it's really cool. And I have no idea how people allowed this to go on. But, I mean, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got asked a f- in a few different places when we were when we were doing um, our call time giveaway that we're going to get to. We did one giveaway already. We're going to get to the other one in a few minutes. What should we do for episode 300? Uh, what I mean is the the secret layer giveaway, secret right. layer call time two hyper call time foil. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's yeah. a grave titan, an inferno titan, and a croxa. Yeah. How do you remember that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Some things are just in here, <laughs> and then other things are definitely not. No. So, anyways, we asked about uh, what should we do, and people were like, "Oh yeah, blow something up and stuff," and and we're going to. But uh, we're gonna blow were... something up at three thousand subs on YouTube. They, it's the uh, last time I mentioned that. <laughs> they, <coughs> they were asking us about like, um, what what do you think about the format, state of the format, or how did we get to three hundred? And I think we can. Ooh, we answered that question already. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We but, have no but, idea but how but this there, happened. There is more to it than that. Yeah, and, and they they kind of go together. I <laughs> think <laughs> in in that the the culture that we've created about the show that is surrounding the show, and. And the state of the format kind of go together, yeah. And I want to try and link those because oh. I I think that you and I and everybody in the nation, but I'm gonna just refer to it as you and I, okay, have have built a culture culture of just people who want to jam magic, hang out, drink beer, eat food, yeah. stay up late, uh, and just be kind of in the moment. Yeah, like when when I sit down and play magic at our EDH and M that's F and M on Thursday (laughs) (laughs) or when we go to an event, that was the best. It's just like I'm here and I'm playing and I I can boil it down. This is, this is, this is the, this is the inside take. This is the inside baseball shit right here. Okay. I can boil it down to this player four goes, 
pass the turn, go, mm-hmm. right? And I go, oh, fuck yes, it's my turn. It's the best turn. It's the best <laughs> turn. Like, there's nothing better than when they say go and you untap your shit. You go, oh, yes, you draw a card. It's the best. That's the best part about magic is untapping and starting your turn. Yeah. And and I guess I kind of want to capture that and expand it throughout the entire show. Yeah. And and I hope that people see, like, oh, episode 300, and they think of that that dopamine kind of euphoria where it's like <laughs> oh fuck yeah cco 300 i'm gonna watch this <laughs> I, I hope that they get the same kind i hope it translates like that so that would be fun i i uh i don't know how we got to 300 maybe that's how it just is like every time we go to do a show it's like oh fuck it's my turn yeah every show <laughs> that we every show that we do is like the first show that we did except now we're we're slightly better at it uh, yeah not by much my chair is lower than it used to be because yes. i used to sit in that chair over there <laughs> <laughs> it used to be able to hear all the background noise from inside the room. Yeah. Now you can't anymore. We So we upped our production values. Yes. And we don't look at each other directly when we talk anymore. We still we can, look. We still do yeah. this lots. So yeah, we can turn our heads. Yeah. The microphone's right? still here. Mechanically, we can do that, which yep. is fun. Yeah. I um, I make a lot less show notes than I used to because we kind of have a template that we go through. Yeah. And, and we have an idea of how the show sounds now where... Before, like I'm talking like the first 10 or 15 episodes, we we didn't really know how to make a podcast interesting. Yeah. We were talking about all kinds of shit and we got some feedback that, that was like, hey boys, just stick to magic. We tune in for magic podcast. Don't tell stories about like how you crapped somebody else's pants and stuff, which is a fantastic story, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Episode five, maybe? I think so. Yeah. If we made it to episode five, I'd crap. I'd tell the story about how I crapped somebody else's pants. <laughs> and, oh, and now we're in episode so 300. Fucking fantastic. It's still one of my best stories. It's the be- it's it's my son's favorite story. <laughs> it's the best bedtime story. It's like tell about the time Uncle Bando crapped somebody else's pants. <laughs> that's how it goes. It, like I'll walk in and usually Rebecca does like a like a book and and bedtime and stuff and I'll right. come and give him a hug, give him a whisker rub and see you later. And I'm walking out and trying to shut the door. Dad, tell me about Brando. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just because the story is so good. So maybe we'll tell that on. If we make it to episode 305, Ooh. maybe we'll do an update to the pants crapping. <laughs> Not that there's an update, but we'll tell the story again for those of you that missed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what what else has changed? What's improved? What We're on YouTube now, which we've mentioned a couple times, <laughs> I'm well, sure. Well, we've expanded the show in every area like we've we've been sponsored by some great people we've yep. been supported by some by the coolest people ever yes who, who take great i think pride in the show as much as we do and they love being part of the community man and the people who take pride in their cco stuff that they've got through the kickstarter is the my favorite thing taking pictures it's like it's like when you're you don't got kids but when your kids open shit on christmas and you're like oh fuck i bought that yeah i bought that and you fucking love it that's what it was like. Yeah, is seeing people get their shit and, yes. and post it on Twitter and stuff. Something that like we made and they supported and they love it so much. It's so cool. Like, no. I don't know. I I said this lots of times. There wouldn't be an us if there wasn't for you guys. And how did we actually get here? It's because all of you listening or watching yeah. supported us and got us here. Well, that sounds like a final thought of the day. Yeah, that's how we did it. Right, so we're three hundred again. <laughs> Thanks for three hundred, guys. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's great. Okay. So I guess how do, how do I, how do, how do we bridge that to, how do we translate that into the state of the format? I guess that, that, that attitude, that mentality, how we approach the show and people around the show 
is how we approached when we started doing EDH and M. Yeah. Right. And we've a little bit told the story and stuff before of, of going and just saying to our LGS, Hey, you should have an EDH night. Or can we play commander on Friday night when people draft? Like, do you have tables? He's like, Oh, okay, I'll get tables. Yeah. And how many people were at the first night? Three, four. Yeah. Me and you and like, Mono White Angel Aaron, five yeah. color Mono White Angel Aaron. Yeah, and, and that might have been it. Maybe that was it. And we didn't know Aiden then. Yeah, and uh, now Aiden's like a staple guy in in the CCO Dude Bros. Like whenever we play. Yeah, yeah, it's dope as hell. Like yeah, that guy. yeah. The approach that we've built the show with, built the community with, and and tried to be entertaining by right. with whatever the the right word is. That's how we've approached gameplay at our local game store and at events. Yes. We just want to be there and play with whoever wants to play and be approachable and just be regular dudes so we can play magic, especially. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're here because we like playing magic with people. And I'm, I'm assuming I'm speaking for Ryan right now, too. I love to make new friends and meet new people. Well. So if I get to play magic with new people that then become my friends... I'm winning. That's pretty and cool. I feel like a lot of the people that are, are fans of ours, they're you guys out there are probably the same. So it works out really well because we end up just making friends and having a good time. And that's what happens at our EDH&Ms. We have people that come in from wherever and they just keep coming back and it gets, it gets there's, it there's, snowballs. It's great. There's a couple dudes that drive from PA. Yeah, like they drive an hour and a half, and and I know like lots of people like in in big urban centers in in the land of the free are like, oh yeah, I commute an hour and a half for work every day. <laughs> like I've been there. I like I know what you're yeah. talking about. Um, but there's guys that commute to yeah. play at our EDH and M, and I'm not saying oh we fucking are the best or nothing, but it's just it's cool that the event is that fun that people want to come from. Fun yeah, I guess awesome. if if <coughs> sorry, <laughs> if you're looking for a theme, I guess a through line. Is is if you're polite, approachable, good people, <laughs> I guess people will want to come play with you. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the approach that we attack everything with, with um, a slight uh, bias towards trying to be entertaining yes. for, for the show. <laughs> yeah. For the show because it's we're not playing magic yet well, <laughs> on, I, on on CCO. I try and uh, be fun at events. Oh yeah. Too. Well, I mean, sometimes games drag on. And sometimes people are taking those long ass turns. Yeah. And you got to do something. Wild. Not just talking about the weather. Yeah. While people <laughs> are grinding out that values, they can draw their two cards. Yep. It, sometimes you got to just shoot the shit. Yeah. Shoot the shit and keep things moving along. Hey, hey, speaking of keeping moving along, like we're talking about events and, and, and getting games in and stuff and having a good EDH and especially over the last two years. Remember that thing I told you that you're going to be excited about on the pre show yesterday? No. The, oh. <laughs> The return of the Pro Tour, which trickles down to the return of large in-person events. What? Which what? Which could mean Magic Fests. Oh. It doesn't mean that yet. What Watsi has announced is like the a very skeleton version of how to make the Pro Tour. And one of those things is the, the different... Different tournaments that you can go to that are run by various tournament organizers in whatever country you're in uh -huh. that are followed by a regional championship. And the regional championships are, I think, I think there's going to be pretty 
big regional championships. Canada only has four. There's two in the east and two in the west. Mm-hmm. And I think those are going to feel very magic festy. And I would be surprised if they continued to call them regional championships. Or they would say regional championship and command fest. I'm betting that that's the direction that they're going to take. And I'm 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 even gonna go as far as saying like the regional championships in June in Calgary is they're gonna coincide with like the commander set release in the summer. So the regional championships are also gonna be like the Baldur's Gate Commander Legends two command fest. I am rock hard right now. I know, I knew your pants would get tight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people people are already hitting us up on Twitter, and, and I got asked in Discord too, hey, are you and Brando going to try and make it out to like a Magic Fest when they come back? Oh, yeah. Are you going to try and make it to these regional championships like in Calgary or Toronto or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah. If there's EDH events, we will we will be there. I'm yes. not going to go to a standard championship because there's no point in me being there. But if there's an EDH <laughs> event, I will yes. be there, and I'll have bells and beer. And if it's in Calgary, we're going to go to the Unicorn, and we're going to get drunk well it's on campus in calgary like the big one is on campus so we're gonna go to big t's barbecue instead you get some butt rub beer but we'll go to the unicorn too well if we got a ride i don't want to cab across like what is all of calgary just take the train for free it's fun yeah i guess my cousin lives there maybe she can drive us see here's the trick and i don't know if i'm telling people to commit crime and if i am ignore me but i've found that since i don't when i don't live in a place i just Far take, easier to commit crime. Yeah, I just take trains and don't buy tickets for them. And then if somebody asks me, I'm like, well, I got on at a free stop. Is it not, like, free? And then they explain it to me, and then they just get me to buy a ticket instead of giving me a ticket. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's worked every time. <laughs> and I'm not going to say that it's happened several times, which it has, but it's worked but you just every said, time. You just said that you weren't going to say that. Uh, I lied. Oh. I'm a criminal, Ryan. I'm a criminal. Crime cookout podcast. <laughs> criminal underworld cookout podcast. Oh man. We, we criminal underworld cookout podcast. We're cucko. Ooh. Oh no. no. See, we had to we gotta build up our street cred for crime before Capanna comes out. Oh and yeah. And then we'll be like mob bosses and shit. Except like really small time. We could be the the like, the CC ob. Like I I jaywalked once. Dum, 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 right? Like, that's pretty sweet. Yes. The point is, we're going to be at Magic (laughs) Fest. We're going to be at events. And you will be, too. And we're all going to have a great time because that's the brand and the gimmick and the point behind all of us being here. If we weren't here to have fun and do events and play Magic with each other, why the hell are we even here? I suppose. Investment portfolio. Investment but, portfolio cookout podcast? Nah. Doesn't sound like <laughs> No, it doesn't. That sounds like the worst. It's my next cast. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's that's good that's good news, isn't it? That's that's like a good thing to talk about on episode three hundred. Being yeah. being in Calgary, love Calgary. We both used to live there. Hell yeah. And and big magic events. And I hope those regional championships, I hope that they're big. Oh, yeah. like, well, I imagine they will like be. Like seven hundred, eight, nine hundred person standard events is like a small Grand Prix. Yeah. In 2019, 18, 17. Like, I think main event when we went to Calgary in 2018 with Lenny and Steven and stuff. Yeah, that was the best. That was in March of 18, right? Wow, that's a long time. I know. We've been homies with those guys for four years. Yeah, well, homies at best. It's like seven out of ten on the friend scale. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, I think the main event had 930 some attendees. And, and, 
all of the associated vendors that go along with that many people. You know, there's maybe 10 or 12 booths. Yeah. And um, I've got some neat stuff. Yeah. And that's that's right before Rule Zero came into effect, right? Remember how bad it was playing Commander then? Oh, yeah. How oh, far I, I, the formats come? I built this deck in the car on the way over here. That's where that came from. That's they were like, I just built this Golgari CDH deck in my car on the way over here, and now... Get, now get I'm the, toning get, noobs. Yeah, get out yeah, of here. Yeah, I had to stick up and lose a game so a seven-year-old can continue playing. <laughs> I think he was 10, actually, but... Well, yeah, still. The is. point is, is I jumped in front when somebody was shooting fireworks at him. And <laughs> I got the scars to prove it from fucking Una. <laughs> Una Infinite Combo Turn 6 or whatever. Oh, man. Oh, man, everybody got milled except that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ryan, uh, doing the Lord's work. Yeah, you're taking, <laughs> taking one for the team. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, should we tell a gameplay story or two? Should we tell it? Yeah, we sure. It? We're, we're shooting from the hip a little bit, okay. I guess, on this episode. So here's what you can expect if you play with us in a Magic Fest. Okay. So I'm going to DHNM on Thursday. Okay. I've got two stories. You got two? Two. One okay. of them is very quick. One of them is a little bit more involved. Than Let's just... do a Brando story sandwich. Let me tell yours, mine, in between yours. Okay, so Buddy, to my right, is doing one of those like dirtily kind of artifact in and out of the graveyard things. Oh, yeah. And you know, there's that one second, and the, here's a here's a level up moment for everybody that's Whoa. new to playing. Maybe there's in during those combos, there's always that one, one instant, that one where, time in which you can respond, where everything's on the stack, yeah. and you can get them, oh. and you can get them. <laughs> and I waited for that to happen, and I played Brando's personal favorite counter spell in all of Magic. That's where I played a counter spell, and it was Whirlwind Denial. Which, as we all know, I call Whirlwind Adventure. <laughs> and what that card does is it counters everything on the stack, unless they pay four for each thing. Is it, that's a blue card from Theros 2, right? Uh, Theros no, Beyond Death? I forget what it's from, actually. Come it's, on, I gotta be right. Come on. Look it up. I've never been wrong on the internet before, ever. I'll right continue up. telling the story. So Buddy's like, okay, which one are you countering? And I'm like, yes. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm countering all of that stuff. Like, all those things that you just did, you have to pay for. And he was tapped out at the time. Just blew him right out. Theros Beyond Death, Whirlwind Denial. Blue, two. For each spell or ability your opponents control, counter it unless they pay four. Yeah, no, baby. No, and no. Exactly. <laughs> it was so good. Like, I just blew him all the way out of the water. He just looks at me like, wait. Like, all of them? <laughs> like, do I, do I still draw a card? No. Was, was it Teehoff? Yeah. Oh, get like, bent. <laughs> got everything. Everything he had on the stack. There was like five things. In the, there was like one spell and four abilities. Just got them all. Oh, fantastic. It was amazing. It was tremendous. So Fantastic. That's that's the kind of stuff that I like to get into, but it was a good one. That's that's my quick story. So now we'll do the sandwich. Okay, my quick story Give is- Give us the Oreo filling. Yes, I'll be the filling to your Oreo, baby. Oh, sure. 300 episodes, yeah. yeah. We've been in this booth before. Here we are. So I'm shipping out some Kickstarter stuff at the post office <laughs> when Rule Zero conversations are happening. And everybody knows what I'm playing. Fucking Crab Tribal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Rule Zero conversation because I'm doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I play good cards in the deck, but... It's Crab Tribal. The the deck is constructed well. We've talked about this kind of thing before. Yes. But the, the end, the end is not... That powerful because uh, they're it's a bunch of two fives with no text. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> text? Yeah, flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all italicized. It's yes, only... Yeah, yeah. So I missed what the guy to the left of me is planned. And it's mono white. And I'm like, Darien, King of Keldor, 
How and bad can I, it and be? And I'm like, yeah, how bad can it be? He's probably just going to like play Soul Sisters and not block and get attackers and attack. Right. Sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. And he starts going like rule of law uh. and blind obedience and uh. sta- and, and um, cursed totem oh. and... <laughs> Smothering tithe, uh, and I'm like, uh, this uh, is uh. a stacks deck. Where, where the, where was I? And he, and it's and it's post office. Yeah, it's at the <laughs> post office. And and Jen, the girl that w- another player in the pod said, I just told him that it would be okay because you're good with everything. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I was thinking about that after when we went to the coachman. We went yeah. for a drink after, and I thought, yeah, what a nice thing for her to do was to just. Say I would be okay with a stacks deck. <laughs> and she knows me. And I, and I thought that that maybe means two things. Mm-hmm. It means two things. And both, I think, are exemplary. One is more complimentary and one is is what I like to exude and promote. Okay. So the compliment was she knows that I'm good at magic. And she knows good. I'll say good. I know how to play magic. I'm yes. not claiming that I'm fucking good. Because <laughs> I'll get wrecked, scrub, get good. So she thinks I'm good at magic. I can play. I know rules interactions. People ask me like, hey, how does this work? They come over from different pods and shit and I'll tell them, oh yeah, this is how it works or whatever, right? Yeah. And she knows I'm I'm good and competent magic player. Right. So if he was playing something powerful or complex, she knew I'd be fine. Yeah. Figure it out. You can navigate those waters. Awesome. Maybe I'm the guy that that is regarded as smart at uh, EDH&M and that's cool. Yeah. The other thing that she meant by he'll be good with it is... I found out that I was playing a stacks deck by getting staxed instead of in rule zero. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just have to try and kill you then. Yeah. And I'm going to do it with crabs. I'm dinking him with like a chrome sh- or, a, or a purple crystal crab <laughs> that he doesn't want to block and kill because then I'll draw a card. And I'm just dinking him for one every turn, one every turn. And then like Jen's got a flyer that she can't activate the ability of because Curse told him. Right. Get him for one, get him for one. And all of a sudden, stacks decks turn 18. He's at like 21 life because we're dinking him. <laughs> and uh, the, it was the game, man. It was like an hour and a half or two hour game almost. Wow. And um, we all had a good time despite playing through Stacks deck because we were there just to have fun and play magic cards. Yeah. Regardless of what the card said on them, yeah. it was just four friends just having fun. Yeah. Regardless of what the card said, we were all just doing our best to navigate the stacks pieces and it was still fun and that's what i said i want to exude is just having fun regardless of the circumstance hell yeah and we've talked about this before that game that stacks game fleeting yeah fleeting was and the next game a stacks game no the huh. next game was fun and i was playing brian start arm and i was chucking fastballs yeah. and that game fun i savored it because games are fleeting. Yeah. So I savored that one because it was a better game for me. Yeah. And games are fun. Yeah. They're supposed to be fun. What's your other story? Other story. So I had the best and worst warp world in my life. Oh, this is this this is what so, you're talking about on the pre-show. This is gonna be this is fun. You guys will be like, you're gonna get really excited with me, and then you're gonna feel the crushing agony oh. of reality coming down upon me. Rock so, hard and then rock soft. Rock bottom. Oh rock hard to rock bottom. <laughs> One, two, three at WrestleMania, baby. Retire yep. the next night, just like Stone Cold. So, I got like three land and a Stencia Uprising. That makes a human token at the end of my turn. Sure. And I've got like nine human tokens. It just, my board sucks. 
everything is terrible, and I play Share the Spoils. Share the Spoils makes it so everybody puts a card into a pool and everybody can play one of them. Yeah. Right? So the game's kind of... chaos card. It's slowed <laughs> down. It's kind of... It's not not going anywhere, but, like, nobody's really established. But we're, like, 40 minutes into the game, and it's like, okay... And Warp World gets flipped into the stack. And Buddy coming after me is like, what's that do? And I explain it to him. And he goes, because huh. like, nothing's happening. Like we just Everybody's got a bunch of land, a bunch of shitty stuff. It's like, yeah. I'm going to Warp World, and maybe some will kickstart the game. Yeah. So, which is a which is an actual plan, right? Absolutely. Like, build, that's why. That's build why up play, a big board state and then Warp World. That's why I play Warp World. Jo- Joel, have it on the screen. Warp World, essentially, for each permanent you control, shuffle it into your deck, reveal that many cards, yeah. And each permanent that you reveal goes onto the battlefield. It goes into play. So if you have 10 permanents and you flip over 10 cards and six of them are permanents, you yeah. ha- now have six permanents. Yes. A perfect warp world is like 10 for 10. Yes. Right? Or, or however many get the same amount. Exactly. Or more if you have like ETB uh, get you tokens or yeah. something. Or right? you have a bunch of tokens in play because they count. Yes. So so I'm flipping. And my token count was 19. Ooh. Like my like 19 permanents. So I'm going... And I get a Dockside Extortionist. Ooh, that's a good one. And I get a Magus of the Moon, just to make sure that my opponents are good and hosed. And I get a Torbran. Ooh. And I get a Perforos. Ooh. And I get a Confusion in the ranks. Oh. And I get, like, all of my win conditions all come into play off of this thing, and everybody takes, like, 26. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, okay, this is, this is great. And then guy next to me... <laughs> His stuff all comes in, and there's a bunch of removals. It's like, I'll kill your confusion in the ranks, I'll kill your dockside extortionist, and I'll kill your mountain. Yeah. Okay. And then the next guy's like, okay, I'm going to remove the Torbran and the Perforos and the Impact Tremors. And then the next guy after that's like, I'm going to kill that other thing that's hurting me <sighs> and make it so that Norrin can't come back into play. And I'm like, hmm. So I went from like the greatest board state in the history of that deck to land. Land and maybe like a couple treasures. Yeah, like land and 12 <laughs> treasures. And I was like, oh, this sucks so much. And like my only hope was for somebody else. Just a casual te- 12 treasures <laughs> off of a dock <laughs> side that you warp worlded into that you didn't have to pay for. Yeah. A casual 12 ca- fucking treasures. But you know what You know what, you, you know what? I could do with them? Nothing. Nothing! Because I had like three cards. I had like no card. I had like three cards in my hand and two of them are land. I was just so hosed. And, but it was like, it was so great. And then. The guy whose turn it was after the warp building had happened, everybody took a bunch of damage. Everybody's afraid of me. I'm totally fucked now because yeah. I have nothing left. He attacks me. Next guy attacks me. Third guy attacks me. <laughs> I'm at like five. <laughs> and then I like I drew the I drew into the chaos warp that won me the game. But what? How does a chaos warp win you the game? One of the things that removed the one guy removed all my win conditions with a creature that when the creature dies, I get them all back. So it's like I'm gonna remove that and get all my stuff back. Oh, and then go to combat, get a monkey, take four, get it, and then it was just I just sevened everybody until they oh, just kind of just dead. Yeah, kind of just awesome. got some steam back. Oh yeah, yeah. Norn's real good. And yep. then somebody said that the deck was too high powered for the pod. As if, <laughs> <laughs> right? Norn the wary too powerful for the pod? No, but it was super cool. Well, you know what? When that deck goes off, it does do some some powerful things. It does some ridiculous like perforosing people for forty is. It's pretty good. Yeah, and some people, oh, it takes so long. It really doesn't. It doesn't take as long as you think. No. But the, the point is, it's one of those one of those amazingly swingy games that just, like, had you on cloud nine, and before the spell had even all the way resolved, I was already boned. 
Right? Like, I was in, I'm on top of the world! And then this, the boat sinks. Oh, man. And, and there's a big there's sheet a, of wood with enough room for me, but nobody lets me on. There's a giant, like, boot the size of the Death Star coming, <laughs> and your dink is getting closer and closer to the table. <laughs> yeah. And it's just going to flatten it, hey? Yes. Just turn it into the Earth. Yeah, it was... Yeah. We're going to start a new planet with your dink, because we're going to compress <laughs> it into dust and, so hard. And it's going to be flat. <laughs> Flat Earth, your dink. <laughs> I'm gonna give some flat Earths out at the next uh, next CCO meetup or whatever. Yeah, but, but I always kind of wish that the world was flat because I think it would be really cool when we eventually got to go to the underside of it. Oh yeah, right. I always thought that'd be kind of neat because you know that we eventually would. Oh yeah, and I think that'd be really cool. Like that'd be something to like look forward to as like a, as a civilization. Yeah, like what's under there, and then we'd eventually find out i always thought that'd be cool like when i was a little kid and now that i'm a big kid i still think that i don't think the earth is flat but if it was it'd be really cool when we got to see what was on the bottom ah cool maybe Uh it's like the upside down like stranger things or dinosaurs oh yeah just the comet didn't hit that side yeah there could be well it didn't hit you can only hit one side of a thing with a comet right isn't isn't that how it works yes unfortunately for dinosaurs that thing that it was an asteroid hit a sphere which only has one side <laughs> yeah. and it kind of reverberated around the entire earth and created an ice age and did all the things yeah. that uh, you know yeah but if it was flat would that have happened would that have happened i don't even know how that would work oh probably if we have any like astrophysicists in the nation which we might yeah. there's a surprising number of ists there's like we have like aviologists and bugologists and Scientologists. Well, lots I don't think we have of, any of those. Yeah, we might. We might. We probably do. Probably we, do. We have a very probably vast do. right. Everybody's welcome in the nation. Tom Cruise is like like pseudo half brother. That's probably a patron. Yeah, he's dancing <laughs> on the couch. I love her. Woo. Doing his own stunts. Man, I wish I could. I do all of my own stunts. What am I talking about? Yeah. I just wish people would pay me a bunch of money to do my own stunts. Oh That'd be yeah, sick. I love, I love getting paid money to do stuff, mm, especially stunts. Wow. I wanted to be a stunt man when I was when I, was I did small, too. But then I had to like. Move, yeah. And I didn't want to go very far. I didn't want to go that far on the off chance. Oh, move! That... I meant. I, I thought you meant like I no. want to be able to still function like anatomically. Oh no, I don't care about that. I was a wrestler, man. Uh, yeah. I don't care about that. I <laughs> yeah. wanted. I didn't want to like move to California and like end up like the the people all in Scream Three where they made the Hollywood industry just look like a huge piece of shit. Oh. I didn't want to get sucked into that. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know much about that whole industry, but I, I I'm too naive and kind of dense to. To, to navigate those waters, and I'm oh. fully aware of that. Well. It helps me a lot here, but not as much. <laughs> it helps me when I'm getting phone calls from conspiracy theorists on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, just just well, go hang up on them. Exactly. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't saying. understand how they put chemicals in clouds that make us think different things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hang up. I don't think that's real. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. But this was a it's a good time. Is what we're trying to say. Magic is fun. Is so what we're illustrating. Let's get. That was a tangent. Tangent. Tangent that came from a story about magic and your deck being too powerful. Apparently. So yesterday's pre-show, we hinted at a deck that we that we like to talk about. Oh, yeah. And that deck, you could have guessed in the comments, Zatahedron Grinder. Episode zero. And episode 101. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so not ever have we talked about it on a, on a episode that ends in zero. Except for zero. Oh, yeah. Does that Did, count, though? That, well, did we talk about it in episode 200, too? Probably uh, did. We probably did. Probably did. But here's the thing. Okay. 
Zadahedron Grinder. Zadrahedron Grinder. So I'm playing at the EDH and M's the other day. Playing with Jay. He's got a goblin combo deck too. He's got Ib Halfheart. Another popular goblin commander combo commander. Yes. And we're talking. I'm saying my Zada deck, I think, is pushed as far as Zada can go. Right? And I yeah. like I play a few different combo lines and it's got Underworld Breach and Past in Flames. I can storm. I can attack to win. I can do the dual caster mage, like infinite hasty dual caster mages. I can just zada you to death and ether flux you. Like there's right. a bunch of different ways to win that all sound like CEDH ways to win if you're playing red. Right. With the dock side, you could bounce dock side and, and re make dock side tokens and shit, right? Right. And I could do all those things. Okay. But because CEDH now is is so much about interaction and, and protection, mm -hmm. stopping your opponents from winning and protecting your own win. I can't do that with the amount of redundancy that I need to make Zada the, the card work. Right. And still have enough room for like 19 pieces of interaction and all the fast mana so I'm not left in the dust. Right. I can't have enough interaction in it, so it's not a CEDH deck anymore. Fringe at best. Right. 7 out of 10 CEDH at best. There we go. That's <laughs> where we live. So what I'm thinking is why don't I detune it away from as optimized as a Zada deck can be. And it doesn't need to be Zada here either. It can just be detune it from as optimized as a deck can be. Yeah, it could be the Zada. It could be my Muxus. Yeah. Be. Yeah. And, and use cards that I like to play that are less powerful just because they're not CEDH staples and play the deck more. Why do I have this deck that I can never play mm -hmm. that I that I like that I think I helped develop in, in kind of the, the circles that Zada is in? Right. And um, why don't I just not care about winning? Why don't I just not care about winning with the deck? Why don't I just not care if I win or lose and just have fun playing with the deck? Yeah. And this leads me into, like, we, we got asked to kind of, like, give a state of the format. Sure. Or our address to the format, I guess. Yeah. And my address to the format is this. Okay. I don't care if I win or lose. Solid. As long as I'm having fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm a very firm believer in as long as my deck does the thing, right? Whatever the thing is that my deck is supposed to do, I'm happy. Okay. That's is fun to me. That's more fun to me than winning is. Ooh. Is doing the thing. And and if everybody has a chance to to feel that way, if their deck does the thing, winning or losing aside, I think that that's that's the most important thing about commander right now. I agree. Yeah. Right now, even if you're playing CEDH, because I've dabbled and we've played high power games, and, and yeah. I've played CEDH at like big events with strangers and stuff, and 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 with friends and at EDH and M. Yeah, and I'm not a stranger to the format. And even there, where where the goal is to try and win, that's why you sit down to play, doing your thing, your combo, or controlling the board if like if you're flipping from your your combo to like a stacks kind of lockdown right. to to redo your game plan kind of mid game you know decks kind of shift sometimes to to do some pivoting yeah pivoting to lock down a little bit mm -hmm. even if that's the thing that you're doing 
and you're doing your thing and then you don't even win and it's CEDH, that's still more important to me, I think, when I play CEDH than actually winning because I'm doing my thing and I'm having fun. I think that that kind of stems into like there's nothing really on the line when we're playing EDH, right? Like it's we're not playing for points, we're not playing for money. Yeah. In most cases, we're not playing for prizes. Yeah. So I don't even play for prizes at Grand Grand Prix at Magic Fest and stuff where you win prize tickets and shit. I just cash in my my vouchers. Yeah. I get the tickets, like the prize wall tickets. And in Vegas last time, I just gave them to kids. <laughs> I just gave all my tickets away. <laughs> I was like, I paid eighty dollars to be in this area worth it and it came with vouchers to play but i have to do that at certain times yeah and i'm like whatever i want to go drink beer at that time it's 11 a.m like what else am i supposed to do exactly so i have these vouchers i just give them to kids yeah so anyways sorry i interrupted but it's just we're there to have fun and so whatever format you're playing if you're not having fun maybe you should try a different aspect of the format is that like saying and that's not saying don't do but like why are you doing it if you're not having a good time? You're, is, you're is doing that, it wrong. Is that like, yeah, you're doing it fucking wrong. Yeah. You're having fun wrong. If you're not having fun, you're having fun exactly. incorrectly. Yeah, you're guess, doing it wrong guess, if you're not doing it at all. Like, yeah. We, we all show up for the same <laughs> reason eventually, which is to have a good time and meet some people. So, I mean, yeah. and I think that EDH, having so many facets and having so many levels and having so many ways to interact with the format and thus other people. Being a diverse format. Is it lets everybody have their cake and eat it. Which is something that apparently is hard to do sometimes. You can't have your cake and eat it too, which is it's, stupid because that's why you have a cake. So I think that the format is really set up well right now. And going into the future with even new releases and the way that the the power level of new cards coming out over the last couple of years have been, I would argue that that's being supported very well because we haven't had a lot of format busting format defining mm. cards or sets there's a few of few. course there are fierce guardianship dockside come to mind yeah like there's a few of them but i think overall i think that the power level of cards even coming out have been leaning a little bit more to fun in general and i just question my liege okay when you say power level of cards you mean cards that do very powerful things like vorpal sword yeah. But also cost eight mana. Exactly. It or costs or one, seven mana. One or mana, then three mana, then eight mana. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you still have all that shit. The power but, level is very high versus saying something like... Dockside Extortionist. Or, or, or Fierce Guardianship. Yeah. Very powerful card. Backbone of the, the competitive, most powerful deck that you can conceive of format. Yeah. I, I think there's... I think that's where, as, as a format and as a community... You remember... remember Back before Rule Zero existed and we were in Calgary, remember we were talking about that a few mm-hmm. minutes ago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The um, the animosity that like casual mouth breathers like us had towards people pub stomping and then yeah. then CEDHers get this bad reputation of as, as pub stompers <laughs> yeah. that just show up to like gun prizes from kids. Right. Right? Well, I mean, that that is what... That is what they do. In fairness, <laughs> that not only... That is what they were doing because we found out later that that like what they went... They had that plan going in. Yeah, we scoreboard and everything. Yeah, so, how many kids? Not how many kids, but how many pods can you win? And then they were like comparing it to each other to see who could like win the most packs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like in, in the yeah. casual tables. Yeah, that, that was a thing that we found out. And that was a little bit of a piss off. But yeah. I think as a community and as a format, we're past that, and we're past like the the these are different formats. I hate CEDH or or oh like 
I, I just want to play powerful magic because all that other stuff is like for neck breathers. Neck breathers? Neck breathers, well, sure. Neck breathers, yeah. We all breathe through a pipe in our neck, I Fish guess. Fish people are people, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's where your gills would be is on your neck. We're past all of that. And I think enough content creators and enough people are, are articulate enough, educated, experienced enough in the format now that they can say, this is what casual means to me or this is yeah. what competitive or high power, optimized, whatever it is means to me and there's conversation happening and i think that is what is putting the format on the right course as you say that it yeah. is on yeah i think that we're going to i don't want to say we're going towards the perfect version of the format because that doesn't exist mm. but i really do think that it's in a good place now where you can get a game with virtually anybody and i don't think anybody shows up with a mind to exclude playing with another person unless it's one of those really specific interactions where you don't get along. But, uh, and that's fine. But yeah. I, I think that the format is very healthy and I think it's go it's got nowhere to go but but laterally equally as good or up. Laterally up, like a, like the tide is raising all boats scenario. Right? Exactly. Like I can't see it going down or getting ruined forever unless they reprint Void Mirror. Which I oh, think Wizard, heaven forbid. Wizards has definitely <laughs> learned. Oh, oh, and they they also absolutely cannot reprint Jeweled Lotus. Oh, that would wreck the format. Yeah, that would ruin the format as well. That yeah. would wreck the entire yeah, format. Burn it to yeah. the ground. Yeah. Do you, hey, do you think that the reason that, that that we're saying that the format is in a good place? Do you think that the reason for that is because there's no secrets anymore? There's no secrets in Commander anymore. Sure, if you're a new player and and you're just ignorant due to inexperience sure uh there, there's things that you would discover but if you had a mind to discover those things you could just go online reddit edh rec yeah. wherever and find those things yeah there's no secrets like if i sit down with somebody who plays urza and gives me gives me the synopsis there's no secrets with that yeah. what that guy's gonna do. He's gonna make yeah. artifacts, he's gonna make lots of them, he's probably gonna do like some powerful stuff. Yeah. If I sit down with Lord of Trezorhorn, probably not gonna compete. <laughs> no secrets there, right? It, also no secret though, if I sit down and say, This is my Lord of Trezorhorn, everything dies tribal deck, no secrets, you're gonna say, Yeah, but you also can infect win in one shot because your commander's got ten power. Yeah. Oh yeah, no secrets. Yeah. So he's not gonna feel bad if I do that. Because he knows I'm going to do it, and because he knows I'm going to do it, I'm going to declare it anyways. Yeah. So I'm not trying to angle shoot him. Yeah. There's no right. Way, yeah. Like there's, there's the no angle, secrets. The angle shooting and the pub stomping and the scumbagging, typically, I think is I'm not going to say it's gone because there's always going to be that. Yeah. But you can avoid it quite easily, and I mean, if you get a bad game, that's fine, and that's just they're it, fleeting. It speaks more to the people that are doing it than to us or to the format. Like it's not very often that you hear about somebody coming in and trying to dirtball. Yeah, do, do you now. think? Um, here's a question. Sure. Very, very ten thousand foot question. Okay. When you or any person sits down, do you think that more often they have a good game or a bad game? Fifty percent is is half good games, half bad yeah. games. When you sit down at F and M's and or magic fests. I'm going to say more often than not, you're going to have a good game. Yeah. I think. 51% of the time or more, you're going to have a good game? I would say that. For, I would say higher than that based on my own experience, which is anecdotal, I know. But I haven't had an actual bad game in a long time. And Ooh. most of them are like my deck's fault. 
Mm. Which isn't even a bad game because I've still had fun with three people that I hung out with for an hour. But, like, I didn't get to play Magic because I only drew two land or whatever. <laughs> and, it like, that happens. And it's... I guess I guess that leads to, like, how do you how do you define good game or bad game? Like, I was just talking about doing the thing yeah. is a good game, even if you don't win, is a good game... Is a good game when you only draw two land, but you get to hang out with your friends? Yes. Like, for, is that is that a good game, or is that just hanging out with your friends, well, and magic is just also happening? For me, I look at it as a good time. I, How much time did I spend playing that game? That's the first thing. Let's say an hour. An hour. Do I regret that? If the answer is no, then I've had a good time. And I don't regret really? anything, right? Like, I spent some time. I had an opportunity to do something fun. Maybe somebody else did something that was cool. You know, you can take joy in other people's successes. That's a hey, There's your CCO life lesson. That's a fucking good one. And it was, it was fun, you know? Like, you, I don't need to... I don't need to talk real everybody every game. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. Well, that, and that's the thing. And no, if, you, like, if, you, if you do the thing and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I did it. I did the thing. Yeah. You know what? I've done the thing. And then just taking a deck apart, yeah. Because it's like, oh, I did that, and it was fun, and I could, I could tell that it, it would either get boring, redundant for me, or if I always did that version of the thing, my opponents probably wouldn't like that. Once I, is okay, but I forget what because it was very recently. I threw a deck together, thinking this is the best idea ever. <laughs> this is so great. And then I, I did a random spell table pickup game just to try it because that's how I try my decks now is just with randoms, and it happened. It worked. And everything went off just the way that I wanted it to. And then after the game, I'm like, I hate this now. I don't even want to. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. I just immediately took the deck apart. I didn't even bother double sleeving it or putting the list (laughs) online or putting the list together. I just took it apart. I was like, I'm never doing this again. You know what I like? You know what I can liken this to? I can liken this to when you travel. Let's say you go on vacation, new country, never been there before. New part of the country, whatever. Man, we should go to a new country for uh, an event. Yeah, like Brazil or something. Japan. Japan. New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, man. New Zealand would be cool. Yeah, we'd go to Hobbiton. They should Magic Fest Hobbiton. How cool that would be. Well, we have friends in- Sling some spells on Mount Doom. We have friends in Australia and New Zealand. Yes. I'll bet you they'd show us around. Yes, and they're totally the same country (laughs) when you you put them into the same (laughs) sentence Oh, man. Man, man, we get- Either we did wallabied or boomeranged. I forget which one they do in Australia and New Zealand, but <laughs> for saying it well, they're the same country because they're like, no, I no, nah, we're you know different. What? It's like when people from Europe say like, um, they don't call us American if they know us, but if they just saw us, they might think that we're Americans. And technically, we do live on the continent of North America. Yeah, we're technically American, I guess. I yeah. suppose we're North American. Well, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm fine. I don't that's know. fine. Our healthcare is better. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I just I'll just hold that over their head all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're the toilet bowl and we're the butt. Oh, yeah. If you look at the map. I suppose. Like, look at it. The, Ooh, the, what's look, Mexico? I, the piping? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're the drain, which sucks. Okay. Well. But, I mean, that's not a... It's, we're the butt. How bad is it to yeah, be the drain? I don't yeah, know. You have to continue the analogy all the way down, but, uh, yeah. What's South America? The septic tank. Oh, that's what I was going to say to you. Yeah. But, again, <laughs> like... That's again part we're of. We're all the, just a bunch of shitheads. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> we're all shit. It's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. um, what I was going to say, uh, liken this this experience where you do the thing and you took the deck apart yep. to traveling to a new place and trying some food there, or seeing a, like a national monument, like going to Barcelona and seeing Sagrada Familia. Joel, have a picture of it. Is that the Sorry, Jesus Joe? on the top of the hill? 
No, that's that's Christ the Redeemer, and that's in Brazil. Oh, okay. <laughs> different continent, different hemisphere. Oops. Anyways, and, and seeing it, taking a picture of it and saying, hey, I did that. I saw that thing. You yeah. see it on TV. Hey, I've been there. And then being contented. Yep. Did the thing. Yeah. Had memories of doing the thing. And it's, it's and again, I, I keep going back to this idea that it's fleeting, but you can savor it. Yeah, you can remember it forever. Or, or, if you want, or, or you, you can just go forget to this about it. Like monument you. and it fucking sucks. And it's like, I don't get what the big deal about this is. Let's go get a beer. Yeah. And then it's bleeding and you just leave it alone. Yeah. And um, I don't know, without sounding too much like like Grandpa Sheldon Menry, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, if if I go to uh, go to Magic Fest Tokyo, see the Tokyo Tower. Oh, totally would. And it, it's either awesome or, or it sucks. It's awesome. And either way, um, some magic happened at the same time because yeah. we went there for a Magic Fest, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's all part of just... Living the CCO experience. Oh, fuck, look at that. <laughs> hey, just hey, do some stuff with some friends, have some beer. Yeah. Magic could happen or it could not happen. And if it doesn't happen, that's fine too because we're hanging out with our friends and that's, that's what we're all about. And that's the Sheldon Menoryism right there is the best, com- he always says, the best commander games are when four friends are hanging out and, and having a good time uh, in each other's company and some magic happens or some shit. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like, oh yeah, this this I guess could happen too. Yeah, this is fine. Magic or whatever. Yeah. I I think of last time in Vegas when um, we're in we're in the command zone, the commander area. Sorry, trademark that on the name. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> the commander area, and uh, I don't even remember who it is because I was fucking drunk. <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, hey, we brought you guys six packs of beer. Yeah, dude. And they were like, oh, fuck, I guess put them in my backpack. And we had already had hit up like a bunch of beer in the Airbnb with yeah. like Kiel Rudnitsky and Mac and stuff. So oh, we're yeah. like feeling good. And it's yeah. like 6 p.m. and they or 8 p.m. And it's going to close at like 9 or whatever. And then it was beer p.m. And then they these these guys, sorry, I don't, I don't remember who you were because we were drunk. I got the stickers there in my truck, though. And... And we start sneaking these beers in the commander area and drinking them. <laughs> and I drink my whole six pack there. Yep. And then I drink one of yours. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess magic is happening or some shit. Yeah, we're doing magic too. Turns out. You just yeah. get the magic under you get the beer underneath your chair. Oh man. And I had mine right criminals. on the table. So you were setting up for that kind of shit. See? Oh, criminals. I had mine right on the table, just drinking a beer, and somebody came down there like, Are you are you gaming right now? I'm like, Yeah, no, let's jump in a game. Is that a beer? I was like, no, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, that was the greatest day. And then we did that open flippy thing, right? Yeah, we had all the people over. That was fun. I get. You know what? Um, up. I guess uh, another CCO content update is is I've discussed with a few members of of the nation, Discord and and, and um, about the CCO experience mm-hmm. and filming and editing and putting together like like a mini documentary when we go to a magic fest. Yeah. And how fun and cool that would be. And we got to talking about the return of magic fests and the 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 Canadian like regional qualifying tours and shit where people are coming congregating at and a place. They're grinding. They're grinding. They're grinding. There is there is a face to face games open in Saskatoon, like not a tour stop, a big one, but a little one yep. in August, which is our birthdays. Yeah. And uh we were talking about like Magic Fest Ryan's Yard again came up. Yep. And people are like, I'd fly if there's already an event there at a hotel, but I have the option to like pitch a tent because it's August in your yard. It's not windy in August, hey, so they could pitch a tent. It's not windy in August. And I was like, this this is like 
this could actually become a thing. Yeah. Get like get it catered and just say if you want to come to like Magic Fest Ryan's yard, maybe like twenty five bucks and we'll get it catered and we'll get a keg or two. Could we get a giant sub? Yes. One of those giant like twelve foot long subs and you just Yeah. Cut it. Yeah. No veggies though. Just meat. Yeah. CZO meat sub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twelve feet of meat. <laughs> The CCO 12 feet of meat. Yes. Oh, man. 12 yes. feet of meat. That sounds fantastic. We can make that paint out of egg whites, and then we could paint that on the top of the bun. <laughs> Put it in the oven just long enough so that egg white starts to turn color so you can see the writing. <laughs> you put food coloring in it. It's oh, no. No, man. Food coloring is bad for you. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Oh, man. Eating so, a 12-foot party sub with nothing but meat on it is bad for you, too, but we're still going to do it. So if you're into uh, if you're into that, I guess hit me up in the Discord or, or let me know if Magic Fest Ryan's Yard is going to be a thing in August because I would love to have an event. I love hosting, having parties, having game nights. Like, if it rains or is windy, we'll play in my garage. Like, my garage is bigger than my old house because I live in the middle of the country, yeah. and garages can be any size you want. Yeah. It's cheaper to build a garage than a house. So we built a big garage. <laughs> <laughs> so we could play in there, some tables and shit. Yeah. 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 That's a fantastic idea. That's a good idea. And a good thing to look forward to as we go into go towards our next 300 episodes. Ooh. Because I think we've reached the, the end of our 300th episode. We didn't kick anything into a hole. We do have one more thing to do, though. What's that? We haven't given the secret layer call time to foil super call time, hyper call time. Aw, shit. Away. Here's our, who's our winner, Ryan? The winner. So what's in it again? Grave Titan? Grave Titan, Inferno Titan, and a Croxa. Croxa. All and then foil, a mystery card. All foil, all the uh, call time, super metal, metal as fuck art. Yeah, they're cool. And big thanks to all the people who subbed on YouTube. Yep. And the people who shared and yep. became followers. Brando said he got like 75 followers in one day on Twitter. Yeah. That's fucking unreal. That's pretty cool, man. That's ah, unreal. So big thanks to everybody who took part in the giveaway. I'm going to bring up the winner on the show notes because we did actually have show notes for today. Nah, heck them. Winner. Winner. And on, do the- on Twitski at... You can stop because I'm going to say the name. Okay. At Bolts MTG. That's Bolts. Bolts with a Z? Yes, or a Z if you're from the land of the free. I'm not. It'll be on the screen. You're the winner. You get after us, commandercookout at gmail.com or at CCO Podcast on Twitter. You can send me a DM either place. Let us know that you're the winner, Bolts MTG, and we'll send you a super foil call time super foil. Hell Secret yeah. Layer. Yeah. So if you and if you didn't win. If you didn't win but you still want the cards, you can go on over to FusionGamingOnline.com. Use special promo code CCO Spring. Just pick them up. Put them in your decks. They're very cool. And that would mean that our partnership with Business Daddy is a good one. And maybe, maybe, maybe if we keep sending business their way, they'll eventually follow me on Twitter. No, and those 75 in one day, none of them were Fusion, hey? No, Business Baby is unhappy. Unfollowed. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know things change, and we'll we'll see where they go. Yeah, like everybody who didn't win, um, 
better luck next time. Yes, better luck <laughs> next time, which is what we kind of say to ourselves every time we sign off another episode. Thank you all so much for bringing us along for 300 Whirlwind Adventures. Here's to 300 more, and we're going to see you guys again next week for another very exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs> <laughs>